product research. It's the first step of starting any type of Amazon business, which means it's usually the first hurdle that gets people stuck. Leads them to saying stuff like, Amazon doesn't work. It only works for rich people. They must be selling it as a scam. Stop. It's 2023, and it's already halfway through February, and you said this year was going to be different. So let's stop mucking around and make some serious change in our life. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another video. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you three methods to find winning products on Amazon Australia. Now, before you ask, yes, this works for any other Amazon marketplace. I'm just focusing on Amazon Australia because that's where I'm mainly selling at the moment. And that's where I believe the most amount of opportunity is. Now, I know a lot of you know that product research can be really tedious and can take sometimes an extended period of time. But I want you to try and remember as we're going over these methods today, how much it could be worth to you to take that time and find a good product. Even if you just found a product that made you an extra $100 a month, what would that mean for you? Would that cover your car repayments? Would that cover some of your rent? What if it was an extra $1,000 a month? Would that cover your rent and your groceries then? What if you then built that up to $10,000 a month? We're talking about life-changing money here just because you took that little bit of extra time to find a quality product. So we're obviously focusing on Amazon Australia today because I believe there's so much potential with there being such low competition, the advertising costs being so low, and there being so much room for growth within the Amazon Australia company. Australians love to buy stuff online, so if you can get in early, aka now, and set down your roots, set up a good product and build a good brand, in a couple of years time, you're going to have a fortress of income that's going to support you for years to come. If this is your first time here, my name's Lockie White, and I cover things all Amazon online. If you get any value from this video today, it would really help me out if you could hit the subscribe button and hit like. It's totally free and it makes a world of difference for me. But thank you so much for showing up. Let's get into method one. All right, so if we jump into the first method here, we're going to jump into my computer. Uh, but it's definitely the easiest of the four methods that we're going to be going over today. Now, you do need a product research tool, of which I get a lot of people saying like, oh, you expect us to spend this money on a research tool. If you want to make money, you need to spend some money. And it's only like a couple hundred dollars a year you can get a free trial. I'm using Zonguru here today because it has the attachment that lets us look into the Australian market. You can also use Helium 10. Both have really good amounts of free trials which you can start selling before you even need to pay for it. And I'll leave a link down below for the Zonguru so that you can access your free trial. But if we jump in here, you can see uh, the program we have up is called the Niche Finder. So this program is built specifically for helping you do product research. And it's great because it's got different levels. It's got them for the beginners who are starting out, people who have had a bit of experience and want to start to build a bigger business, and then the big dogs at the top, the whales or the elephants of the jungle who are experienced and really want to get in there and only go after the mega niches. So today we're going to start with the beginner, with the easy starter. Um, and all you do is I've selected the marketplace here. So you can either have your United States, United Kingdom, whatever it is you need. I've selected Australia and you pick your categories here. These are the six categories that I always go to from the start. Me, uh, mainly because they don't have a lot of moving pieces. A lot of the stuff isn't indigestible. 
um, and you don't have to get a lot of certificates for a lot of them. So it means they're easy to start off in and it's easy not to get sued for them, uh, to be honest. So we have uh, baby products, garden products, home products, your kitchen and dining, pet supplies, and sports, fitness, and outdoors. All of these niches always have potential for a lot of revenue, which is also a really uh, appealing factor of them. So you, uh, we put them in there, and then we come across here, and we hit search, which I've already done, uh, which brings them up here. So I always like to filter via the niche score, and then we've got to come through. It is, of course, going to give you some that are bad ideas. Like at the top here, Dyson batteries. You're not going to go out. It's another brand's battery. Like you're not going to sell another brand's battery. We can come down here and we can open it up. And then it's got the information for us, like the surge volume, the average amount of sales, the average amount of revenue, as well as the niche score up the top here. So King Quilt Covers, we can sort of come through and look, hey, do they have a lot of reviews? What's the sort of price point for them? Because we know what we want to be looking for and we can jump through that way. Storage boxes. Now that might be a really good one. You see, I look at this product and I think, hey, it's lightweight. It can be packed down, meaning it's smaller to ship so we can save money on shipping. The price point is around $30 or higher, which is really good. And the reviews, which we can see there, there's a lot of them that are under 100. There's one there which is more, but that's a different product altogether. So there's the potential for us to come in because we'll launch with low reviews. And if we can design a better storage box, we can easily take a heap of those sales from people. And then if we come down a little bit lower here, uh, we can see another one, which is laundry hamper. We can open that up and see the surge volume here and the average amount of sales. And we can go through and we can see again that it's looking like it's a low review product. And there's nothing in there that screams out to me like crazy differentiation. Uh, I remember seeing one in America that was like a shark, had like a shark mouth that opened up. And then, you know, it was good for your kids because they'd want to throw it in there and feed the shark. So you could do any sort of animal in there just as like an idea. Um, and because the other ones have low reviews, again, you can come in and people can still have that trust as long as you have a differentiated product. And then if you uh, find a niche within the niche finder that you like, you can come over here and either one, you can add it um, to your sales spy, which is another section within Zonguru that's going to track the amount of sales that it does over the months for you. So you don't have to be like, oh, maybe that was good, but I'd love to know what it did in the past or what it's going to do over the next couple months. If you're not sure, so you can add it straight in there. Or if I'm like, hey, I want to go see these a bit more on Amazon, you just click this button here, open in Chrome extension. Boom, here we are. And we can go in and look at like what the products look like. What sort of videos are they doing? And we can get a bit more of an extensive idea of what that niche is going to be like. So that's a really easy beginner friendly method to start off with product research. And it's going to give you plenty of details for products that you can launch that are still going to make you that hundred dollars, a thousand extra dollars a month. And then our second product research method, which is something I always talk about on my Instagram is using Pinterest and just Google for finding unique products or unique ideas that aren't on Amazon themselves. So a product that I've personally launched, it was my first product, it was my tester product that I launched in America, was a unique ice brick uh, that would hold your drinks to the, to, the ice, to the ice brick and keep them cool like that. This was sort of what it looked like. It's a little bit warped because it got melted and this is only 3D printed, um, but it would sort of hook in there and hold them and it'd have a base 
and like you had i had this specially designed band that would hold them on there but of course it was a bit big and bulky and it would cost a lot to make and ship so it didn't really work for me but how i came up with that idea was i was searching through pinterest and the internet using different type of search words like unique ice bricks creative ice bricks amazing ice bricks beautiful ice bricks whatever you can sort of think of the different ones show you different sites and you can see here that as you go through pinterest um there was lots of different options and i was looking for food ones and there were a lot of ones that were sort of for injuries and stuff like that but eventually i came across this company called yakit ice uh, which you can see here this is the idea they had a really similar shape and they had the band on there these guys created this company a couple of years ago we're selling them, they still sell them today, but they're not really advertising or pushing the brand anymore. So I imagine it was really expensive for them to uh, fulfill the orders. So I saw this, and I was like, man, this is a really good idea. Is there a way that I can make it better and then bring it to Amazon? Because of course you don't want to blatantly steal people's ideas, that's plagiarism. And there's enough money out there for us all to make money together. But I took the idea with a product designer and we came up with the idea of putting the base on and then making a handle. And that way we changed it enough that we could patent it ourselves and have it as our own idea. You can then take the idea that you've made and make it even better by doing better packaging than everyone else and doing your better photo and branding, which is going to give you that edge up as well. So it's another really easy way to find ideas that are already out there and combine them together to then add your own specialty to it and create a new product that's going to really dominate on Amazon because there's nothing else like it. Now our third research method is a bit more of an extensive way of finding products, but it definitely helps you come up with those gems that nobody else is willing to find because it takes a little bit of extra work. And that's going through all the different categories throughout Amazon and Alibaba and sort of going down the rabbit hole of different product niches. So if you have an afternoon or a night, you can sit down with a cold beer or a glass of red wine just have your computer and start to go down level by level. What I mean by that is you can start off with their main categories like we showed before, like gardens or home or kitchen, and then it'll have lots of subcategories. So I've done this for something similar, looking in car parts. Um, so I know people like to spend lots of money on their cars. And then I came across this product here, which was wheel chocks, heavy duty wheel chocks, which me not knowing a lot about cars was something I would have never found. But I found it because if we come down here, you can see in automotive parts is the main category. And then I found this category, automotive garage and workshop equipment, which right, if I was thinking, hmm, what type of niches do I want to go into? I would have never thought, hmm, garage and workshop equipment. It's not something that comes to the normal person's mind. There might be people who are um, mechanics who know that kind of stuff, but a lot of them aren't going to be looking on Amazon for things that they can sell. And so if we come in here now, we can scroll down. We're in automotive garage and workshop equipment. And we can see all these different products. Like I think these are filters, paint filters, wheelie chairs. Is that a phone charge holder? Something for a Tesla. And we can scroll down. There's all these unique products. But then also on the left here, we can see it's broken down again. So automotive, then tools and equipment, garage and workshop equipment. Then we've got grease gun, lifts and hoists, locks and cables. I don't even know what a grease gun is. I kind of want to look. Maybe you could sell some of the parts of a grease gun. Or you could find out, hmm, a grease gun's being made well. Maybe I can make a better attachment and then patent it. 
and then I have that monopoly over the market. And the same thing is if you come into Alibaba here, I've just gone into the, um, the home and garden category and you can scroll down and look through the different products here. You can just be trying to find something that sparks the idea that you're like, hey, I can do that better. Or what if I combine this with this to create that ultimate product? And if you come down and you're like, hey, I don't really like anything here because Alibaba goes on for ages. We can click into one of the products. Like here we've got a flask and we can scroll all the way down to the bottom here to the related searches. So we've got flask, but then we find there's the glass hip flask, novelty hip flask, two ounce hip flask. Maybe we just open one of these up. I don't know what a glass hip flask is. And we come in and now there's these unique, more higher end hip flask that looks like it's ceramic. And maybe that's another niche that you can do on Amazon. Maybe because I know that the flask and like your decanter niche is really saturated. Maybe there's a market for a glass hip flask or a ceramic one or a titanium one or something like that. Maybe in the hip flask niche, there's already a really nice like a skull one or I know there's ones with bullets. Maybe they're not making that in glass or maybe they're not making that in titanium. So you just change that design a little bit and then you already have that winning product that someone's done all the product research for and you're just there to make it better. And our bonus research method. Thank you guys so much for sticking around until the end. So this method is something that I've sort of adapted. I actually got uh, this resource from the Seven Figure Seller Summit. Um, the gentleman's name was Jason. I'm not sure of his surname, but I'll put it in the description below. Um, but it was his initial concept and I've just added my own sort of spin to it. Um, but you'll get the document down below, which is a little spreadsheet that will update automatically. Um, and it shows you exactly the metrics that you need when you're looking for a particular niche. So if you look in here for the example, we have up here the product name, uh, which is the garlic press. And then our uh, main three to five keywords that we're going to be looking at or what people will search when they look for that product. So you can see these here, garlic press, mincer crusher, etc. And we have the search volume there. So of course, straight away, we sort of want uh, that main keyword to be anything over a thousand. If you're launching in America, you want it probably a little bit higher than that. But for me here in Australia, anything around that 500 to a thousand means that it's going to still have potential to grow into a bigger niche and you're okay with going from there. Um, there's the opportunity for you to put in other listings that are doing well or uh, the ones that are advertising so you can keep that in your mind for when you go to do your PPC, but that's for another video. Um, and then we want to look at the number of results when selling on Amazon. So for garlic press, it's got that number there, but when you're looking for that on Amazon, it's actually up here on the left because it's slightly different because I'm here in Australia. And so we can see here that there's over 6,000 other people selling at the moment on Amazon Australia for the garlic press. And so we ideally want something between one to 500 other sellers. And then uh, this spreadsheet will automatically color up for you. But anywhere between 500 and 1,000 is kind of like, ah, oh, like it was still doable, but it's not the best for us. Then anything over 1,000 means it's, it's more saturated and you really have to have a differentiated product to go in. So it's not as easy for beginners. And then we want to see, does the, sponsor, uh, does the sponsored brand ad at the top show at least one re uh, relevant product? So if we come back here again, we can sort of see at the top, the sponsored brand is this one here. 
Does it have a garlic press in there? No. You could argue that it's relevant as it has kitchen uh, utensils there. We could probably say no on that one, which would light it up green. So what that means is that there is the potential for someone else to advertise there with a relevant product and take those sales. So if you get any of these ones that are highlighted blue up the top, if you can get a green answer for them, that's a big thumbs up that it's a good niche to go to. So if you can get like three or four of those highlighted blue up the top with a green answer, it means you're nearly in the go to go ahead. And as we come across, we can see number of relevant sponsored ads in the first row. So if we look here, we can see one, two, three, four, all of the ads are relevant to the keyword. So that's not as good for us. It means that everyone advertising is uh, advertising properly for a sponsored product and it means it might be a little bit trickier for us to go in on that niche. I'll go over the last couple of the blue ones here, uh, but you'll be able to look at the rest of them when you go through uh, and download it yourself. If you want a full in extent, uh, ex if you want a full extensive report of what I do when I go over my product research and the different metrics that I look for, you can sign up for my free masterclass down below where I go over the other different product research methods and I show you the different numbers that I look for when I'm really looking for those $10,000 a month products. The next one we look at is the relevant video ad. So a lot of it is around the advertising because that's free money for us if no one else is taking advantage of it. So down here we can see there is a garlic press. So it means someone's already advertising there. We'd have to beat them on our ad spend, uh, which is kind of like how much money we want to spend for a customer to see our product. So it means that it's a bit more competitive for us. And then our next one, number of irrelevant top 16 products. So that's your organic listing. So what it, it's kind of like the product that shows up without having to pay money to see it. So we can see here, one, two, three, we can scroll down, is there anything? No, so everything is a garlic press on here. So it means that we would have to pay money initially to get seen on the first page. There'd be nearly no way that we can organically rank on the first page without having to get initial sales. And then the last one is a number of the top 16 uh, which are missing the organic matching keywords in the title. So it sounds a bit confusing, but all this means is we look at the title here and would it have the word garlic press in it? Because that's our main keyword. So all of these ones, will they all have garlic press because this is a really saturated niche, but you can go in and if you see, hey, this person's just chucked up kitchen utensil instead of garlic press, like I can just put garlic press in my title and I'm gonna rank above them straight away and get seen first. So thank you guys so much for watching the video. I really hope you got some value. Let me know in the comments if you know of some other simple product research strategies that have helped you. And again, remember if you want a more extensive deep dive into the spreadsheet and into what I do for my product research and the numbers I look for, you can click the link down below to sign up for the free masterclass where I go into a bit more detail and I have a bit more time that I can teach a bit better. But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you in the next video. Bye.